41-yard drive for the win. Lutz. He missed it. But the flag is down. There's nothing guaranteed. Good snap, good hold. Kick, perfect. And the Broncos have come to Buffalo. And they're going to leave with a win. 24-22 to get to 4-5. and five. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we practiced two or three times that this week. The substitution from from dime to field goal block. Uh, and at the end of the day, uh, we didn't execute it. So it's an excuse. We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. Sean McDermott there. Apparently, I've been saying Doug McDermott the last two times I've said it. Uh, Sean McDermott, thank you for pointing Great that legend, out to me, Scotland. Dougie McBuckets, we've got college basketball Great on, and it happens sometimes. That was Sean McDermott uh, after the Bills lose on Monday Night Football after two brain farts late in the game. And uh, you get yourself a situation now where you got a new offensive coordinator sitting at 5-5 five and, five and, and questioning your life's decisions if you're the Bills. I wonder if, uh, and Frank kind of made me think about this, if Sean McDermott is just trying to CYA. You know how it is. People start throwing people under the bus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't like Ken Dorsey at all. None of us do. We've been talking about this. But doesn't it feel a little stinky-linky that that would be the move when the the special teams and the vibes and the decisions have been quite awful as well? Yeah, and he's in charge of the defense, right? He's the defensive guy. So, I mean, you go back to the playoff loss last year, you watch it, and you watch Joe Burrow just sit in that pocket and pick you apart. And granted, like, there's a bunch of injuries, but the offense last year wasn't the reason that you lost in the playoffs. So, yeah, that's why I think he'll be the next domino to fall if they don't get back to the AFC championship. Right. But, yeah, it seemed like, you know, Ken Dorsey was just, um, you know, that, that was the easy way out. Just, hey. We'll fire this guy. The offense will change. Who knows, though? Maybe the offense will change. Maybe Ken Dorsey was the problem. We're going to find out really quickly here. Well, that's what we'll see. If you get more James Cook and Latavius Murray, both looked good in that game, even with the fumble that you had from James Cook early, which, again, we had Frank Schwab on last segment, and he's like, yeah, it's the sign of a guy that doesn't really know what he's doing, benching him for a quarter and a half. And I kind of tend to agree. We sat there going, is he ever going to get back in the game? I, was, I honestly thought James Cook, I'd never see him again. Yeah. It, it felt like a like a college game. Like and, he's benching the kid that just ha- wasn't paying attention and in, in watching film earlier in the week. Yeah, and my assumption would be, and I don't know anything about this, but like if... Um, they're going to fire a coordinator during the season on a team that was, you know, like top five as far as odds to win the Super Bowl. Top five, top five. Then I think that it's probably something going on in the locker room where, you know, Josh Allen, Stephon yeah. Diggs, maybe even Gabe Davis. They're basically saying, they're listen, like, this guy stinks. Yeah, like, you know, we don't, we can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why they would make a change. You know what I mean? Because yes. to do something dramatic like that, you would just wait until after the season. If you're doing that in season, it means there's something off there. And. You know, they're not going to fire McDermott, but he would be the next one to go. So um, I-, I can't wait to see how this goes here the next couple weeks. Because, dude, they only have a one-game lead, and, and the Jets have the tiebreaker yeah. from the week one Monday night football game. Um, and the Jets may get Aaron Rodgers back, it sounds like. Now they're going to have to find a way to win a couple games with Zach Wilson. They're probably going to need a bunch of ter- uh, takeaways and special teams luck and stuff like that. But anything's possible. And I feel I almost feel better about the Jets moving forward than I do the Bills. Like, having to make a move like this in season tells me that uh, there's some stuff going on it's in that function, locker room. Function. Yeah, and that's not what you want this time of year when it's November. Well, the no. market tells us the same thing, though. 
that there's more there's the confidence is dropping in the Bills. They're plus 176 to make the playoffs right now. They're 5 and 5. They're in the ten, well, technically the 10 slot tied with the Colts for the 9 spot. You got Vegas sitting there at 5 and 5. They got Antonio Pierce getting them all fired up. Yep. So they've made a change that we know sometimes it happens right dead cat bounce and all of a sudden this team they're in their worst spot. You fire the coach, you get somebody new out there, new energy, new ideas, new strategy. And look, that could be the Bills, right? That could be what their offense looks like moving forward. They could run the football more or this thing could spiral out of control even more where they're looking around going what what happened what happened to our season and then it starts to trickle into the locker room and then you start to have more issues and then it spills over into the sidelines and then the bills end up being a team that doesn't make the playoffs when it's all said and done and they clear this whole thing out and maybe even make some moves on the roster too that only gets older like this is how quick you can be a super bowl contender yeah. and out of the playoffs in the nfl it takes one season this is why i was worried when brian dable and joe shane left is you just don't really know. And we talked about this with coordinators leaving even in a college system like Bo Nix's coordinator that he had when he left Oregon. And you wonder how much of that symbiosis comes from coordinator to quarterback Mm -hmm. and how easy it is. And we saw Jalen Hurts struggle in the beginning of the year with a new offensive coordinator as well, right? So it feels like... Ken Dorsey just wasn't the right guy to step in after Brian Dayball left. At least they didn't drag it out, though. You know, it's a lot worse when you try to drag the thing out to a point where you think that you can fix it. There's a certain point where you know this is broken. It's not going to change. It's dead man walking. Let's flip the script, and let's try and inject some sort of life into this team. And it's clear they are an absolute desperate team now. I will say this, though, guys. Plus 520, anybody like the Broncos to make the playoffs? 520? Yeah. Plus 520? I mean, kind of. They're only a game, technically only a game back at four and five. Houston's five and four. Yeah. I don't hate it. I really wish I would have just bet that Minnesota Vikings plus 270 to make the playoffs as well when I gave it out about a month ago. Man, they really have. let me just tease this now. They're, they cracked the top 10 in my power rankings. The Vikings? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. I think it makes sense. That Joshua Dobbs, the rocket yeah. scientist. <laughs> I mean, I just can't believe that Brian Flores turned around that defense. That defense was so bad. Remember what they made so Daniel bad. Jones look like last season in that playoff loss? They're I mean, a top five defense for, in terms of DVOA. <laughs> I know. I know. I have to check my eyeballs when I see I'm like, that wait, that's... Daniil Hunter? He's been awesome. He has. And remember, people like thought maybe there was a chance he was going to get moved at the deadline, and they were like, nope, we're going to hang on to him, and now it looks like they could be a playoff team. And I mean, who else do you like in the NFC? There's San Francisco, there's Detroit, and there's Philadelphia. And then there's nobody else. Atlanta's no good because of Arthur Smith and their quarterback situation. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, Seattle might be a good team. I don't know. They have a good defense. I don't know if Geno's any good anymore. I mean, he's good against the right defenses, but when he has to play teams like Philadelphia, like San Francisco, mm-hmm. I just don't trust them. Do we trust Dallas? Um, now they lose. I mean, No. They're just losing way too many dudes again. I mean, you lose two of your best players on the defensive side of the ball who you thought you were going to get healthier. Uh, not great. I mean, we kind of know who a majority of the playoff teams are in the NFC. I mean, really. Eagles. Niners. Yep. Dallas, Detroit, Detroit, New Orleans at five and five. Probably I don't, win know, the, I don't know about. New well, yes. I mean, let me let me let me flip this. Detroit or Atlanta. Somebody's winning that division. That's who's going to make the playoffs there by default. So New Orleans right now is in the four spot. Atlanta's down there at four and six. But maybe they jump up. They overcome that and they win the division. But like, 
After that, if you're looking on like, because I mean, look at the difference in the back end. We kind of knew this was going to be the case, but look at the difference on the back end of the playoffs right now in the AFC, which is why a plus 520 for the Broncos to make the playoffs is really, really juicy sitting there in front of you, given the fact that at four and five, they've got the Chargers who are in free fall, the Jets, we don't know really what they're going to be. The Raiders, okay, Antonio Pierce there, but like, is Aiden O'Connell going to be somebody that can help that offense play consistently the rest of the season? Doesn't look like it. Bills are a mess. Colts are, well, the Colts, you know, it's some point you're going to have turnovers and their their secondary is going to be a mess and the Texans you like but there's still a team that's coming off of having the number two overall pick so there's a lot of room to move in the AFC where a lot yeah. of teams that are out can get in after we get to Dallas at six they're in the sixth spot the Vikings at six and four the seven seed it's Tampa at four and five Washington at four and six Atlanta at four and six Green Bay and the Rams at three and six and you sit there and you look and go None of those are playoff teams. No, no. Really quick going back to the AFC. I'm with you on Denver, though, man, because I hate to say it because I love C.J. Stroud and I love the Texans. I actually think they lose this weekend, though. Um, And you trust the veteran team and you trust the veteran coach in Sean Payton. And it didn't look good the first five weeks of the season, but now they're getting hot. Russell Wilson's playing the best football he's played in four years. And the defense... I mean, they're still, like, middle of the pack. I know, like, middle of the road defense, but they have playmakers, and now they look like they want to be yes. there. And that looked like the issue early on. You know, they thought that they were all getting moved. Now they know they're there the rest of the season. They're like, hey, we might as well make the best of this situation. And, uh, yeah, they've kind of turned that thing around quickly. And, like, Kansas City obviously is going to make the playoffs. They still have Patrick Mahomes. But we don't feel the same way we feel about Kansas City that we did last year or the year before or when Tyreek was there. And then, yeah, like all these other teams that I had high hopes for, other than the Bengals who are getting right, like the Chargers are no good because of the coaching staff. I think they're going to have to make a change at the end of the season. Miami, we like them until they have to play tough physical teams. Are the Steelers a good team? They are at home. They are when they're underdogs. But, like, Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett stinks the first three quarters of a football (laughs) game. Then in the fourth quarter, he's Tom Brady. That means they're always in the game. That's why Always in the game. It's like, yeah, that's why it's lazy. But it's like, who do you trust? You trust Kansas City because Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. I don't even know about... um, Cleveland. You know, even like Cleveland's defense, one week they look like the 85 Bears, the next week the Colts are gaining like 20 yards per play against them. The Colts and Gardner Minshew. Um, You know, the Ravens. Like the Ravens, the thing that scares me about the Ravens, it's not even health. They're staying healthy this season, and they just have backs on backs on backs in the running back room. So even if somebody does go down, you know, they got multiple guys that could carry the football. OBJ is like a number three on this team. Yeah. You know, he shows up when needed. The defense is really damn good. Kyle Hamilton is a stud now. Yes, out he of Notre is. Dame. You saw that pick six he oh, had. Oh, yeah. But they still struggle to close out games, and they struggle to close out games that they shouldn't struggle to close out. If you're at home, if you have a two-score lead with that defense and that run game, like, you have to limit those stupid turnovers. And I just – they lose fluky games too often, I feel. You know, and it's been the story mm-hmm. the last couple of years, even when they've been healthy. Now, um, the question does become, though, you said you talk about their health, though. Marlon Humphrey and uh, Ronnie Stanley did get hurt yeah, in that I mean, game well, against the Browns. True. So those those could be massive losses for them, depending on what their status is going to be, you know, this weekend and moving out throughout the season. But you're right. There's Baltimore just leaves. They leave you wanting more, right? You watch them and you see it and you're like, God, this offense, when it clicks, and then Lamar Jackson seven, completing 70% of his passes, and this is what we wanted to see, and anybody can run the football for them, and the defense, and then you go, how, how did you let Deshaun Watson do that to you in the fourth quarter? 
Yeah, this is what the Ravens have done. They've done this, done this to their divisional rivals all the time. PJ, as a Ravens fan, talks about it all the time. They go up early and then find a way to just choke the lead away. They did it before to the Browns last year as well. We've seen this happen time and time again. So it didn't shock me as much as it felt like, okay, maybe this is the, the statement game for the Ravens that was coming, and it just did not come. Man, I still, I mean... Looking at this AFC, though, I really think that I think I think I'm going to be betting the Broncos to make the playoffs. I don't think it's a bad bet. I, I think saw, it's actually a really good bet right now. I saw the price and I've I been do. thinking about it ever since I looked at it before the show. And I said, you know what? I'm doing it. I was thinking about it, too. And I was like, oh. but then I have to take back all my takes on Sean Payton turning that thing around. My Broncos. Oh, and by the way, my Vikings. Everybody said the Vikings were going to die. Everybody said regression. Here they are at 6-4. and four, Back in the playoffs well, again. I can't believe Joshua Dobbs leading the way. The rocket scientist. He's a genius. It's BetMGM tonight.